Should we start? On you. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Down to the City. Come you still on don't down. have it. <laughs> Come on down to yeah. the city. <laughs> you can Dick's take the style. <laughs> you can take the girl out of Stittsville, but you can't take the Stittsville out of the girl. <laughs> It sounded like you were about to invite me to go to Crazy Horse. Just and sounded. I only if you're my cousin. Ken That's sounded the only like way. Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> like from SpongeBob? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> underrated. You mean Sandy the Squirrel? Okay, who got I, I would Sandy say Cheeks. Sandy Cheeks is one of the most underrated fictional characters. Dude, in- I don't know about you, but like I got pretty hot and heavy when I watched Sandy the Squirrel on SpongeBob back in the day. She's a fucking smoke show. And I can say that from a straight perspective. Don't you mean like bestiality perspective? Uh, no. Like, you've never been attracted to a cartoon character that's not a human? Lois Griffin. <laughs> well, she's a human. So. The sister from Phineas and Ferb. Really? Yeah, Candace. Not the, she's not so Doofenshmirtz's daughter? No. The other one? Lola Bunny. Oh, she's hot. Yeah. What about Kim Possible? Is dr- Kim Possible, is hot. yeah. Power, yeah. any of the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, Pixar moms. Bubbles? The blonde one? She's dumb. <laughs> Every mom in a Pixar movie. Uh, speaking <laughs> of bestiality, do we have our animal fact? Got him. Let me just get it out of my pocket here. Okay. This one's a woozy, and I'm pretty sure I've already told you guys this one before. So okay. please, if I have, I apologize for the repetition, but it's never been mentioned on the pod. Did you know that ducks erect penises Oh yeah. are in the shape of of a screwdriver yeah like a screw yeah they they're coiled Mm -hmm. a lake duck yeah they do have they have so they have and the the reason the (laughs) evolution the evolutionary purpose that it serves is to lock in its its female partner because ducks are inherently rapists so they basically just like chase each other around in a circle until they can just lock one in this is um, what I was talking about so, on yeah. Down to the Wire the other week when I was saying oh. that animals are fucked. And yeah, they were making they're... me seem like I didn't know what I was talking about. Animals are fucked. <gasps> well, and we didn't only... listen. It was just funny, man. <laughs> you can't get out of it. You were fucking walking. You were going in circles, bro. <laughs> for so uh, long, dude. You're just chasing your tail in an argument. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, the this one blew my mind, though, because you told me this a while ago. Yeah, and most people don't know about it, but unfortunately, you're, like, the only two people I'm ever around, so I think it, chances are it slipped out before. Yeah, I think, but, this, um, I think this says something about my friends because my friend told me this in middle school, so I've known that for a long time. And cats have spiked penises as well. Oh, man, your turn's next week. Sorry, uh, but this is no, this that, is part that of this. Been, that would have been clashing too close to what I just said. Yeah, you wouldn't true. have accepted that that's as true. an animal fact. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're yeah. going to get into some talk about Arcade Fire and Ottawa's Mayfair Theater. But first, <laughs> if, you're long, if you've been listening since we dropped this show in November, you know there's a reoccurring joke we have here. Trigger warning. Disclaimer. 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 <laughs> we use the name. We've poked fun Chris of Chris Lee. There's an episode where we bleeped out his name whenever we said it. It was funny. It's a funny joke, but he just came out as a So he actually, a video. we may have actually given him the courage to come back on his social media. Yeah, I possible. do attribute. He explained a- the situation. If you don't know, he was accused of... Uh, Trying to being with bang a bunch of eighteen-year-old girls. Yeah, grooming. Really, the, I think is the this diddling. Is the most, grooming. I think oh, is it or diddling. Diddling's for boys. Grooming's for girls. Okay. Typically, <laughs> typically. But um, well, that's true. Yeah. So he came back out with <laughs> his, his little. Yep. Yeah, with his uh, 
little apology video i don't even think it was like really like a podcast he still claimed no it wasn't really podcast. and uh titled it it's been a while also all lowercase letters and he used a while in the wrong context so i just can't even with the fucking editing that went into that seven minute statement that he had to make he's had a two he years claimed- to do it it's, it's almost been a full year grammar. yeah it's almost yeah been i guess it's year. been a year but almost but yeah he says he still didn't do it and it was <laughs> first thing that comes out of his mouth is i stand by the fact that nothing i did was illegal so super you can tell just like a lot of empathy in that statement yeah off the it bat. was it was weird because uh now i feel bad making fun of him I don't because I still don't think it was genuine. It felt forced. And I like, think it was pretty genuine. I think he did the right thing and he waited it out, and then he just kind of let the, let, you know, let the law stuff kind of do its thing. And I then just, he just kind of kept quiet, and then he kind of just said, "Fuck it." Now it's my time to say, his side. Apparently, he's a major sex addict. Yeah. Um, Couldn't say it enough in his video. I I love yeah. sex. I just I'm addicted to it. So he addressed we all are. that problem. Yeah, I don't really I mean, know. if you're yeah, not, if you don't addiction, do, is it real? Can we just talk? Can we maybe talk about that for a little bit? Because I've not, I still don't know. You know what? So my, I think it is real. My I take feel, is, I used to be like, it's not real. Everyone wants sex. It's just if it's available to you. But like, dude, I don't know. Like, right now, I'm not a sex addict because I don't fuck. This is this but like if we got famous overnight, let's say, and every girl in the world wanted me. Yeah, I'd be a fucking sex addict. Yeah, like, but first of all, would you just, be just, only driven towards 17 and 18 year olds? A, that, B, <laughs> I think part of the reason that he is a sex addict, which I hate to back substance abuse, but he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do anything. So inevitably, he's gonna get addicted to something right. outside yeah. of that realm. Like that is actually kind of it. a like, big brain way of looking at it. You don't have anywhere else to focus your energy. Like I'm not saying like maybe he should smoke a joint, but like maybe he should smoke a joint. You know, like yeah. I. It's yeah. not surprising to me that this stuff happens yeah. with like not only Chris Delia, but like even like oh, I don't even I don't want to get yeah. It. Like if the like, only priests, you know, like it's <laughs> fucked up okay, to say. It's fucked up to say. It is. I'm not different. saying no, but I'm I'm just is saying. It? Like, because priests are saying, actually doing it. Chris Lee hasn't actually been caught. I know, but I'm just saying sustaining from like anything that's ungodly in your Absta- whole life. Abstaining, yeah. You're going to find something dark to get addicted yeah. to. Because well, humans are inherently addictive beings. We get yeah. caught up in things. Like, it's not surprising to me that that happens. Because true. he's straight edge as fuck. Yeah, I mean, if you, have, <laughs> if you have no other ways of like injecting dopamine into yeah. your brain, which yeah. is what addiction is, that's why you get addicted to things. So like mm-hmm. if you just do drugs or whatever, that's like a quick fix. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't do any of that shit and the only thing she that was, your brain knows like gets that rush right. is like, yeah, fuck. That's okay. I, I hear you. He was just saying... um, Not that it's good started, or justified, no, not, but... When he started know. getting fame, girls just wanted him and he just thought that's the way it was when you were famous. Just every night, just... That's what it was. He said he get like fifty DMs a night for every show, and he, and he would reply too. to all of them. And like, he he like would make it clear what he wanted. So like, sure, it looks bad when there's a DM with a girl that's might be underage and says like, hey, yada yada yada. But then knowing after he finds out they're underage, he's like, hey, never mind. I just wanted to make it clear what my intentions were from the start. He felt like he was a good guy in doing that. I don't know. It's a weird situation. Do you think he's gonna make a comeback? I just I don't like that he thought he had the lenience after doing that a day later to post this like i'm a loving father video of his kid to try to like he's been like but that, he's been though. no he's been yeah. a father there, yeah but there's nothing on his social media that's ever reflected that up until that 
But now he's using it as a freebie. What to else get, is he going to talk I, about? I just think he's using it as a freebie he for no people comedy. to be like, oh, he's a dad. He loves his kid. Like, distraction from what he did. It's a distraction. Well, he, he had the kid before that. Yeah, but he, he never like really talked about his kid. Yeah. And now he's posting pictures. Like, he wanted to keep his family life private for what reason? To bang young girls. Yeah. But now he well, doesn't because he's like, oh, everyone knows well, I have a fiance. Everyone knows I have a kid. May as well play that up. Just to bang girls. You don't know about young girls. Well, I didn't you say underage know. girls. I said young girls. Yeah. He was pretty, <laughs> young like... Young girls can be, like, 19. What did he get caught for? He, like, he was, like, Snapchatting, like, girls who were, like, Yeah, and super I'm not young. that guy out here that's like, oh, my God, he is a statutory rapist. Like, he... No, I don't think he banged... I don't know anything, so I can't think anything. But, like, I do think it's weird. It is weird that he's, you know, 40 and only going for, like, girls that look like they could borderline the other age. Like, Sounds like a situation you're in <laughs> with one of his friends way. who threw him under the bus. I mean, Not like, throw it any I am names. of age. But like, is, hardcore is, of age. But it is another famous comedian doing the exact same thing to Tamara, who was friends Disclaimer, with Disclaimer, I am 23 years old. You'll, you'll, yeah, you can't I'm be groomed enough. at 23, I you don't can't. think. I, there's no I don't think. My conscience is mostly developed. Yeah, yeah, you're not that mature. Maybe it's still <laughs> grooming. Apparently, women's brains only develop by the time they're 27 years old. I think most people's brains only develop by the time they're like 25, 27. Uh, so we yeah. still got time. That's why women, though, get diagnosed like usually a lot later in life with things like ADHD and autism mm. or being on the spectrum, that kind of stuff. And they always told us that our brains developed quicker than boys. Well, I think your, like, personalities develop quicker than ours. (laughs) Like, you get, like, mature faster and shit like that. And you hit puberty first. Develop faster. Um, Well. On that note. Science. (laughs) Now that we're all fired up. Moving on to the people that skipped ahead because they don't care about Chris (laughs) D'Elia. Yeah. Yeah. We should have said that. It's a pretty funny. If you don't know him or don't care about him, just skip ahead. But we really. (laughs) It's a pretty niche recurring (laughs) segment we have. (laughs) But you know what? One last thing I'll say. We got to give the people what they want. One last thing I'll say about the Chris D'Elia thing is that when people get canceled, it's typically like, that's it. They're done. No comeback, which is I don't believe a in terrible, that. which is a terrible thing. You should be allowing, like, sure, shame for their mistakes, but like, we should be trying to like get them better and bring them back. Well, in. Rehabilitation, right? But like one thing, his video that he posted this apology on, all the comments super positive, not one negative. Like everyone's like very welcoming to see him come back, and it was just you know it was a growth moment. Unless he just filtered out all the hate. <laughs> can you do you that? Can, I don't think you can. You can do delete that. them. <laughs> You can delete comments. He's, he's not sitting there deleting every <laughs> negative comment. Just, just I'm sure like he got plenty of shit algorithm. on like Twitter and stuff. Too. There, there probably fine. were a hand, like a bunch of negative comments, but from where I was scrolling, I didn't see one negative comment. It was all positive stuff. So yeah. good on us, society. Aces, it's okay bruh. to cancel people, but it's even better to like rehabilitate them. Yeah, that's you know the same people that cancel people are the same people that thump the prison system. So there you on go. that note. Arcade Thumping. Fire. <laughs> I thumped the shit out of this man, especially the married couple that Hello. is the lead of it. They are a fiery power duo. Um, both actually not from Canada, but that they I are a Canadian band. Really interesting. Cause yeah, it's... You, ha- uh, you have here that uh, one came from Texas. Yeah, so from- Wynn and his brother play in the band. And Wynn... And his brother were kind of like riffing back in the day, making tunes, but nothing concrete um, until Wynn met his beautiful, lovey, lovely, wedded 
Regine, who's actually from Haiti. Um, so she moved to Montreal and they met at an art opening there in 2003, I believe, which was right before they dropped their first EP. So yeah, they've been like happily married for what, almost 20 years now. Cause, uh, a couple podcasts ago, I forget which one, but we talked about, um, how hard it is to make a name for yourself in like the Canadian yeah. industry and like why a lot of people leave. And it's weird that like they came from the States to Canada and then figured this is the spot where we're going to make a name for ourselves. And they did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I Montreal mean, is a huge hub for indie rock though. Like if you ask anyone that, yeah. anywhere in North America, like it's the in Canada in general, like you'd go to Montreal That's if you want to make indie rock true. music. If you That's sounded like, like RK, like how they sounded back in 2003 yeah. and you f- came to Montreal and you were like, oh shit, this is exactly where I want to be. I, yeah. I completely understand that. It's like it's like other bands when they come up in like Toronto. It's or an wherever. incubator town for that kind of stuff for sure. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. if you move out also, of it, great. I've heard but... Montreal really supports their people. Oh, it's very like, arts oriented. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's very liberal in that sense. Artists from Montreal, they actually genuinely care. I heard more so. This is off topic. We'll get back to the arcade fire. But like in England, if you're like a low key like comic or like artist and you're like oh yeah i'm a like artist whatever they'll be instead of just like being like oh that's cool like oh sick when's your next show like let me get to your next show wasn't that what jessica pearson yeah yeah i was like that was in ireland more so in scotland yeah but i don't think england's like that we need to be more like that in ottawa yeah no most people are like okay cool where do you go to school while you do that yeah what what degree do you have better be in arts that's all people care about here but anyways, they uh, yeah they they've kind of switched up their band members from time to time. Um, but the current members are Wynn, um, his wife obviously, his younger brother William, William Butler. How British is that? That is the <laughs> like cornerstone of Britishism. Britishism. <laughs> um, another guy named Richard, uh, Tim, and Jeremy, and they all kind of switch up. I believe like what sort of instrumental um aspect they're covering of the band depending on the day i know when like does or sorry not when um regine does like percussion and she also plays keyboard um and synths? sings who does the synthesizers um i believe that is regine or those, those if not fucking, it's his brother those things are sick yeah those um yeah, so it's, William, his brother, that's that's who does the synthesizer, and he does percussion. Like a family and there's a band. keyboardist as well. Yeah, that's that's Richard. Kind of like um, a little low-key family band. Yeah. Him, his brother, and his literally wife. Literally is. Literally married his bandmate into his family. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. I feel like they have a strong family bond. Even when they perform, you can see how intimate they are all with each other. Like, you can tell that there's start more of a story. I mean, I've seen intimate. a hand down pants before but. hello <laughs> but yeah so their first ever album was funeral in 2004 they had an ep um which was called arcade fire in 2003 that's what we started with and headlights look like diamonds that's one song on there um when and regine wrote on their first date which is super sweet wow. yeah imagine that first date and it's on your ep like, yeah hey, that's like lady gaga song. and bradley cooper in fucking what's that movie called a star is born i haven't seen it that's what they do i heard they it's actually good though day. yeah they read a song a guy a friend of mine day. told me that so i know it's actually good <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> gotta get that gender diversity opinion don't yeah. you yeah um but yeah they've uh my favorite song from funeral is wake up it is 
so good and it's in where the wild things are which is a fantastic movie that everyone should oh watch. is it yeah oh, that's sick so, they had so another good. song so, you so said good. or was it the whole album that featured on uh Volcan Phoenix's movie, Her. Okay, yeah. So Reflector um, came out in 2013. And that, sorry, that's not really written um, in an orderly manner. But Reflector was just an album they released in that year. They actually wrote the score for the movie, Her. So, you know, like all like the background music, like just oh, like you okay. hear, it's like orchestrated, that's basically. They did all of that. That's really Yeah, dope. that's yeah, cool as fuck. They fun. did all of that. So it's really, yeah, if you can write a score, but also perform and be like a punk indie band, that's, that's same that's thing talent. as, um, yeah, usually you hear of like artists like, pro- like using, like hopping on a like movie soundtrack yeah, or whatever. But or, they scored it. Yeah, they fully scored it. Did yeah. Kendrick Lamar do, did he score the Black Panther or did um, he just write songs? I don't for think he it? scored it because there's not really an orchestrated. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of just, orchestra music in the background. He just did um, the but like, he did songs. Soundtrack. Yeah. So it's almost like a little, I don't know. Yeah. This seems like it's full instrumental. But which yeah. It's also cool. Yeah. They um, they ended up winning an Oscar for it. No? Yeah. The movie. Yeah. They, the, oh, yeah. They won an Oscar. Um, did they win or were they nominated? Um, oh, nominated for best original score at the yeah but their other Academy stuff Awards. like their studio album neon bible won a meteor music award um and the suburbs was nominated for a grammy um they got a for album of the they? year and they won a juno award yeah. for album of the year obviously because they're sick shit in canada um but yeah it's just kind of like um going back to the whole score thing though like chaos right we talked about chaos and he writes music but he also did a score um for cbc so i think a lot of artists are actually very multifaceted in that sense um they might just not have be opportunists in getting these gigs Mm -hmm. but it's really cool that arcade fire has put themselves out there and like gotten so many interesting opportunities yeah i think also like specifically like artists that we talk about in like this genre because like for like you to like mix in all these different sounds with like like rock and like electronic stuff and all just you just mix in so many unique sounds like you probably have a good understanding of just like how me like i feel like it's a shitty thing to say but like i feel like if you were to throw like I don't know, like a rapper, like, I don't know, like Drake couldn't really do like a whole orchestra thing that uh, KOS or K- Chaos did. Don't knock it till he's tried. I'm not going to knock it till he's tried, but I feel like because artists in this yeah, genre no, have though, experienced yeah. so many yeah. different sounds and well, genres that they're fusing together, they can actually do stuff like that. Yeah, I never for- understood Arcade Fire as a, as a kid. Like they would play on CBC and shit when my mom would have them on and stuff. And yeah. she'd be like, oh, you know Arcade Fire? I'm like, I don't understand what this is. <laughs> what this is-, is not anything that I recognize. <laughs> like I had a hard time well, like grasping what they did for a long time. That mm-hmm. really just segues into the fact that they've been doing this thing for so damn long and you can see like in any of their descriptions online that they've had violinists they have people play percussion they've had like flute players in their bands they've had everything so they i think they had they had already um gained the capacity to be able to do a score which is like why they got to do that and then same thing with chaos like he's been around forever Mm -hmm. as well so i don't think it's something that you're gonna see young artists tumbling into doing stuff like scores like that's just, and 100%. that might even be thing, something that sadly has died out because a lot of musicians now like aren't putting violinists and like, I mean, depending on the genre you're playing, yeah. right? But like, hopefully that's not the end of musicians. It depends. I think phasing into scores. I kind of think the opposite. I think we're seeing artists get a little more experimental yeah, with it and mix maybe. in like I could be wrong. instruments more like that because like 
you're just not hearing it. But speaking of chaos, I think he's dropping music soon. Actually, I saw on his Instagram. He kind of hinted at some okay. music coming out. Okay, hopefully it's different than the yeah. last thing he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> but he's always switching it up. So he's I bet I bet it will be. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, they, uh, so their newest album, um, that just came out was everything now. And that was in 2017. So I want to talk about this one a little bit because it's had some contentious reviews on Google. Um, a lot of people do like it, but like, I don't know, critics have given it polarizing reviews, um, because a lot of people have criticized them of going towards more of like a synth pop dance rock kind of sound. Um, when, you know, historically speaking, they've stuck to more of an indie rock punk kind of vibe but i don't get people's criticism with this because in reflector that was dropped in 2013 Mm -hmm. you know i just we just listened to that and like it's very funk pop kind of like it's moving towards the electronic realm so i'm really confused as to why people are like oh this album is like so pop electro i'm like they've been been doing like they've been phasing into that and like yeah, their I, name is Arcade Fire. You don't think it's <laughs> going to sound like fucking Led and, Zeppelin. And it just bothers me when people criticize artists um, to that degree because artists are want to be experimental. So let them be. Yeah. Like, why are you like, you have to make the same thing over and over again? Yeah, it's kind of like, 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 who cares? It's, it's, it's good still. It's the opposite. Like, we, like we should be upset when artists keep doing the same thing. Yeah, over and like over step again. your game up, bro. Says the Nickelback fan. <laughs> but that's different. They just slap. Okay. Like Nickelback just it's different, and they mix just it up. Classic. This is how you remind me. Nah, I like one, anything. one makes you like. Yeah, now we're gonna go on a fucking tangent about Nickelback. <laughs> In the name of respecting <laughs> Arcade Fire, can we not talk about Nickelback on their episode? I just think Jack I just Kroger's think... a Canadian legend. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the. Arcade Fire, their their talent is like impressive. Like just musically, they're very impressive, and they've been yeah. doing it for like time. I yeah, I attribute a it's lot of built that, different up here. Yeah, I attribute a lot of their chemistry to the fact that you know they're married. Obviously, I feel like if you're performing that, that's like you've got the perfect makeup. Yeah. If you can find someone who's equally as talented as you and you collaborate well yeah, with there's no arguments and you're, you're going love. on the road because they're coming with you on the yeah. road it's or not for like... all we know their marriage could be in fucking shambles but yeah, who knows? <laughs> um i feel like it would definitely help with like increasing your your chemistry especially on stage when they they're known mm. to be great performers like we just watched that they did um generation a a new yeah, song they performed um yeah and like their chemistry is insane and i think their kid was singing at the start of it because they had a kid in 2013 mm. so i think he made like a little a little appearance in that but like yeah their chemistry is just sick there. if you guys are listening and you're part of a band start fucking each other <laughs> see what happens <laughs> it'll just make for great content everyone in a band is already don't fucking knock each until other, you dude. try it <laughs> yeah i'm just preaching to, i'm just already banging each other uh, um okay yeah, what else do we have on them that I very good, very here? nice. Yeah, so I didn't really like that performance to be honest. You didn't like on, it? On Colbert, no. I loved it because it was so 2007. I like the filming so of it. I think it was cool how it was just on one camera just spinning yeah. around, but I didn't really like the song. I mean, I like the song because the meaning behind it is really what's important. Like he basically says in the song we can't wait for the next generation to fix the world because we yeah. already fucked it up. It was and on it's election really cool. night too. Yeah, well, yeah. that's exactly it. And he even had his kid in there and like his kid singing like, I have no patience. And then, yeah, the whole song is just premised on the fact that like the next generation can't fix anything. 
because we already destroyed everything. Like it's a hopeless song, but that's their style. They're really ominous and like sort of morbid and like, I don't know. They, the lot of their music's filled with like melancholy. Like they're just like a sad mm. band, but I love it. But like angry, sad. Yeah, they're awesome. Anyways, <laughs> just want to get that last bit. Of yeah, they're out. awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. It was cool. <laughs> I did actually, I was listening to it. I like the message of it. And it's cool that when you consider the fact that they were like they started in 2003 and they're still, still on top yeah. of the social issues still ouch, yeah. yeah yeah they're pretty cool people you can tell like and especially because they are like worldly like okay i don't know if i would call someone worldly that grew up in texas but his <laughs> wife is from haiti so like they're they, they've they're from different cultures <laughs> yeah. and they're it's you know what i mean like wow they, a texan seen, married a haitian Something you don't hear every day. Jesus. Something you don't hear every day. <laughs> that should be in the back page news. Uh, speaking of back page news, <laughs> that's all we got these days. So the Mayfair Theater has reopened in Ottawa, which we're pretty excited about. Mayfair. I feel Mayfair like a queen Theater. or like a jester should come out every time. I don't know. Jester. Yeah, I don't know. It seems, seems really, really ancient. <laughs> The only thing you know of ancient times <laughs> is the idiot that used to make jokes for the queen and king. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am. Uh, yeah, so I saw this in the news the other day. Um, they're actually just down the street from us on Bank Street. And they're screening three shows a day, every day for the remainder of March. And I thought it was only like three shows they were playing in repetition for all of March. But they have actually got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they got um, a lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wrote some of them down here, just like. So they, is it because a bunch of them I don't recognize? So is it? Does this theater play low key stuff no. mainly, or do yeah? They, I think they sort of just curate it. They do a lot of so. indie stuff, but they also will do like like for example, they're playing Jezebel, which is like this 1938 romance drama that was directed by this guy named William Wyler. He directed um, the best days of our lives or the best years of our lives. Sorry, the best days of our lives is a fucking soap opera. Yeah, not that one. Best uh, years of our lives. It's like a, it's like a war. Yeah, it's a soap opera. Yeah, Yeah, you got it. Um, But that movie was like a a big 1940s, like World War II drama. Um, But yeah, so like they'll play something like that, but then they'll play a movie like Our Friend, um, Jason Siegel's in it. It's from like 2019. It's sort of indie. What? Um, Jason yeah. Siegel? Yeah, dude. In an indie movie? Kinda. Kind. It's like you know our idiot brother with Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like that kind of oh, thing. Okay, yeah, it's okay. like indie, but not really like styled you. indie, but not actually indie. I but yeah, they play everything. Like Coleman's. Yeah. Right yeah, on. I mean they they're sort of like in this like it's on the kind of a little bit off the corner of like Bank and Sunnyside. And there's like a little bit, there's like a triangle of like indie spots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like a, like a little triad of like indie culture, like right. Just in that area. In the, right in that block. There's, you got House of Targ across the street. Uh, I think Black Squirrel's like up the road a little bit. Is that a bar? Um, Black Squirrel's a coffee shop. Coffee shop. Um, but they also have, uh, Quinn's is a, cool as a bar they have they like partner with mayfair and stuff they all support each other it's cool uh it's a it's a good vibe to be like in any of those spots really yeah it's a good circle yeah and i think they can fit up to 50 people in there like at half capacity um i think normally it's 90 from what i read online so they can they they're still allowed to accommodate 50 people is this the Um, theater that plays the room 
Yeah, that's yeah. the one that Tommy Wiseau okay. used to linger at. Okay. So yeah, Tommy they Wiseau do, and they do a Rocky Horror Picture Show on Halloween every year okay. too. Okay. So yeah. it, it is yeah. a mainly cult movies. Yeah. Yeah, like cult that. movies, but like everything they're playing right now, like it's but, it's just it's very there's a huge diverse range of films. Yeah, that, that was play. the like, only place I that I knew that you could see Parasite as well. Oh, really? You can see it online in Ottawa on the internet. Yeah, yeah other than all the internet. But in theaters. Like, <laughs> yeah, they wasn't see, playing at, like, Cineplex the or anything like that. Right. So, yeah. like, if there's a movie, like, a lot of the, like, a lot of the festival hits won't get picked up by the big, like, movie theater company, so you can't see them at Cineplex and stuff. So, I think we're honestly pretty lucky to have yeah. Mayfair and in it's Ottawa. Been around since it's, it's really where you get to see any of that shit. It's been around since 1932, which is pretty cray, which makes me think. I just started I wonder a if they played in 1932 during the Depression. Well, I don't know if it was <laughs> always like I know the building has been around since 1932. Um I'm assuming it's the the company is as well, but it's it's um I guess been... that's kind of like saying us like imagine starting a company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, they it's been pegged as a heritage building in Ottawa cuz it's almost hundred years old now so that means they probably She's can't do a lot of renos to it which is like kind of shitty because usually with heritage buildings like Ottawa's you, you can barely change old, anything man it is like, an it is. old ass cool. town like like the studio in right now like brick this building's been around since the 1800s it, was, it used to be a fishery or something like that like Ottawa's just <laughs> used to be a fish old. warehouse oh a fishery i heard thing. of fishery i was like isn't that ah. it yeah something something Fi- like that fishery fish warehouse so something they used, like that. used to hang some yeah, this trout, is, this trout is, up in this bitch. Yeah, this used to oh. smell like you. Still smells like it. Oh, <laughs> rude! I hate it here today. I want to go home. Uh, but yeah, no, it's the Mayfair. Uh, they so they've got our friend screening this month. Memories of Murder, which is like a cr- thriller crime movie. Um, it was filmed in 2003. It's kind of like a Starsky Hutch kind of thing. Like, I seen but that, it's a spoofy honest. one. Um, Star Trek. The, I don't even know what that is. Place? Six, the Mayfair. Yeah. Um. No, but I'm planning on going soon. So yeah, I will be. I've, I've seen it from the outside. I haven't cool. been in there. No, I, I've seen it too. I've driven by. Yeah. It and I, one of my friends, he got me on the room, so I, I figured out who Tommy Wiseau was through him, and then we drove by, and he was like, "That's where they." You like take room. a picture of me standing in front of it. <laughs> you been Coleman? Uh, I haven't actually, but I have. I've also go. been meaning field trip. We should go. We should get like a pint at Quinn's and go or something. Yeah. I think they used to have a deal where you could go to like Quinn's. Maybe we Quinn's. can screen something that we make there. Oh, that's actually. Oh. I wonder if they do that. Well, we definitely won't get know. it in a festival. So come on, Mayfair, help us out. How do you even? Get, I think you just apply. Yeah, you probably just ask them, or maybe they curate it. They're they're just like we have to reach out to you. Hmm. It's like rolling we loud. have to poach you. You cannot come to us. But no, yeah. they have like a contact us page on their website. Shout out to the Mayfair. Yeah, it's opening back up. There's stuff to do now, guys. If you're living in Ottawa, so go check it out. Yeah, they're. they're I'm excited about this. Cool. Go support them on Instagram at Mayfair Theater. We should follow them. Yeah, we will do that. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Well, by the time <laughs> yeah. this is out, we will have followed them That's already. True. So That's true. Was unnecessary. To All right, say. guys. <laughs> we'll cap it off there. We got a dope interview coming next week. So excited about it. Christopher Redman. So excited. He's a director, producer, writer from the Ottawa area. That's pretty cool conversation, actually, just before this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Stick around for it. Stick around. Wait all week. Keep those earbuds in. Just stick around. (laughs) Do it. Farewell and following seas. Peace.